Welcome to the Forgiveness Warriors podcast. I'm Dr. Jerry L. Cook. In this podcast, you'll be empowered with the tools you'll need to forgive and let go of a hurtful past. As an author and certified life coach, I'll be your guide, helping you let go of whatever's holding you back and helping you become the forgiveness warrior you were meant to be. About a year ago, I was asking God, what is it that would be best for me? What what should I focus on? It was probably in relation to some New Year's resolutions. And I got a very distinct impression that one of, or perhaps the very most important thing was for me to lose some weight. And I admit, I wasn't really expecting to get that kind of an answer. And so I worked really hard throughout the year to lose physical weight. And I wasn't very successful. But uh, toward the end of 2020, I was actually very successful. But then I started realizing, okay, maybe there was another kind of weight that God wanted me to let go of or to lose. And I realized that I needed to lose a lot of emotional weight, that my emotional weight was dragging me down much more than my physical weight. And that led me to the conclusion that I really needed to stop holding myself accountable for other people's choices. I knew mentally that holding myself accountable for what other people did was not a healthy thing, but at the same time, emotionally and psychologically, I just kept getting caught into that trap. And so I would feel responsible when those around me would make bad decisions. And so all of this had led me to this idea that I needed to forgive myself more for the two and a half years or so of my different Forgiveness Warrior journeys. Most of the focus has been on forgiving others. And as I have forgiven others, it has given me a different or new perspective about how and why and when that I needed to forgive myself. And so just a little little background. I mean, we, we all grow up with other people who have expectations for us, the kind of people that we should be, the kind of people that we ought to become, what kinds of standards and rules and roles that we ought to follow. And I'm not even necessarily against these, but they do help kind of frame the picture for what the, what the issue is. When we fall short of those standards or expectations, it's common for us or others to judge us to be lacking or to be of less worth. And we'll ask ourselves, why, why wasn't I better? Why, why did I do that? Why did I say that? Or perhaps, why didn't I say something? I should have said something. And when that happens, we know that we've violated a core belief And it often leads to shame or a voice or feeling that you're not of worth or value or the sense that you're not worthy of being loved. If others really knew the truth about us, then they wouldn't trust us or like us or befriend us or hire us. And the list goes on and on. So maybe you had a very serious mistake in the past, maybe a very serious sin, maybe a legal issue that caused a lot of pain to others, particularly those that you cared about, or 
maybe what causes you pain or is the thing that you need to forgive yourself about is was minor at the time or that you didn't really realize that it was wrong or maybe it wasn't even your mistake or your responsibility to begin with. I have a very silly example to that, but something that actually impacted me. When I was about five years old, I was in the car with my family. We had a very large family and driving down the road and I see this sign and it read, sweet cow for sale. And I thought, oh my goodness, we need to buy a sweet cow. Can you imagine all the amazing things that we can make out of the sweet cow? I mean, I I was thinking total Jack and the Beanstalk mode here. And everyone in the car just laughed and I felt like a complete idiot. And I realized later on that it said sweet corn. Now I was five years old. I mean, it, it was a silly mistake. It said sweet corn. It didn't say sweet cow. Again, I was five. Maybe it shouldn't have been a big issue, but it was a big issue for me. And so it's important that we go back and we allow ourselves to forgive ourselves for the stupid or immature or horrible or even silly things that we have done in the past. Forgiving yourself is giving you the permission to let go of the burden that has hurt you. So why do we even hang on to something like that? Well, again, it's because it's our own self-narrative. We thought that we had to, or we felt that we deserved it. Or perhaps we felt like we had to carry that shame or that burden on behalf of someone else, like a, a friend or a family member. Perhaps you grew up with an alcoholic or abusive parent where you had to, you felt like you always had to live in secrecy. So You didn't want to do anything wrong, but you were always on edge about what to say and how to say it, not only to your parent, but also to others who knew the parent. And you're kind of juggling, okay, what should I say? How should I say it? And maybe there's times that whether you grew up with an alcoholic parent or not, or abusive parent or not, you wish you did things differently. And that's what makes us human. We we all grow, and as we grow, we look back and we We've realized, I mean, the growth comes from doing things differently. But if you recognize the need to let go of emotional weight, here are some steps or tips for you to consider. The first thing, just like an illness or disease or, uh, you know, like an addiction, fully embrace and acknowledge the need to forgive yourself. You can't just say, oh, okay, yeah, this would be a good idea to let it go. I mean, really fully commit yourself to this and say, you know what? I want to let this go. I'm ready to let this go. I'm ready and I need to forgive myself for, and then fill in the blank. Be very specific. I need to forgive myself for the thing that I told my sister when I was 10 years old, when I hurt her feelings. I need to forgive myself for not being a great parent during the last couple of years when my children really needed me. The more specific you could get, the better. Step two or principle number two is acknowledge the pain. Now this is something that we probably all want to avoid. We not only want to avoid the pain, but we want to avoid acknowledging the pain. Wait a minute, I thought forgiveness was all about letting go of the pain or the burden. 
acknowledging what it is is going to help you a lot. What did your mistake lead to? What did it cost? You don't need to beat yourself up about this, but at least make some type of accounting about what it consisted of. And the more specific you are about it, you'll see the easier it will be to let it go. Step or principle number three, find transformation. Now, what I mean by this is to look back over time, whether it's something that happened a week ago or 10 years ago, and see how you have changed for the better, even even if it's a little piece. So, for example, maybe if you did something that hurt someone in the past, you're a little more sensitive to what other people need now. You're more compassionate now. That's obviously a benefit. In Genesis chapter 3, it talks about how Adam and Eve partook of the forbidden fruit, and they were cast out into the garden, and God said that Adam and Eve had become as one of us. So even though Adam and Eve did something that they weren't supposed to do that probably caused a great deal of shame to them, based upon my reading, my interpretation of it, God still said, oh, okay, they're becoming like one of us. Is it possible that your mistake or mistakes or sins or issues, whatever they were, that have kept you down or back from your potential, is it possible that any of those mistakes, the very things that you need to forgive yourself for, have helped you or have helped others? So you might be saying, well, yeah, but there's a lot of other bad things that have happened because of it. Okay, just stay with me for just a second. Just find one good thing that has come from your mistake, your sin, your issue, your weakness, your limitation, and write it down. Step or principle number four, acknowledge you're not that person anymore. I'll give you an example of this that has helped me tremendously. My mom passed away when I was 14. It's something that that still impacts me, even decades later, for a myriad of understandable reasons. But one of those reasons is that there are times where I still feel responsible for her passing away. I was 14 years old and she had cancer. Am I the one who's in charge of healing her cancer? No. Of course not, but I felt that way, and it's something that I always have to check myself about. One of the reasons, and maybe this applies to you as well, one of the reasons why I felt responsible was we were always told that if we lived right, or if we lived righteously, or if we lived the commandments, that God would heal our mother. And because God did not heal our mother, it must have meant that we made a mistake. It must have meant that we or I was not good enough. And what a horrible burden that is. I do believe that God blesses us for being obedient or righteous or having faith. But at the same time, at at the same time, we have to understand that we're not that past person. So for example, for me, I tell myself, I'm not 14 anymore. I have more options. I have more resources. I have a better understanding 
of what it means to have faith. I have a better understanding that having faith doesn't mean that we have to be perfect. And if we have to be perfect every moment of every day in order to be loved or blessed by God, then we are all doomed. So I have a better understanding of it than I had when I was 14. And it's not to criticize myself or my 14-year-old self. It's just an understanding. You know what? I could deal with that better than when I was 14. Just don't get caught up in the fact that don't recycle your identity and your value when you made that mistake. Say, you know what? I've learned and I've grown. And part of that has to do with because of your transformation. Step number five, make a conscious effort and decision to forgive yourself. Now, for some people, that might consist of prayer. Dear God, at this moment, I forgive myself for what I did when I was 15 years old that caused a lot of pain to those other people. And it might take you some time before you get to that fully, um, full experience of forgiving yourself. It might consist of writing down what you did and its impact on a piece of paper and burning it, make sure you do it outside if you do that, or tearing it up. All of these things might be to be symbolic of letting it go, or it might mean uh, imagine yourself giving up the burden or the heaviness of the load of not forgiving yourself, of criticizing yourself, giving that burden up to God, and imagine or envisioning that all of that pain and that heartache is floating up into heaven. And the last step that I have for you is this. Repeat it. Repeat this process. Be very intentional about forgiving yourself every day. Keep in mind that forgiving yourself isn't the same thing as dismissing or denying. And a lot of people mistake those or equate those. Make a very conscious effort of forgiving yourself. In your day, in your week, and your month, and your year, and your decades, and your entire life is going to be so much better. Forgive yourself by giving yourself the permission and habit of letting go of the burden that's been causing you pain. Thank you for joining me on today's Forgiveness Warrior podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and share your five-star review so other warriors can find the podcast. Unforgiveness is a terrible battle, but it's a battle we can win. It's a battle we must win, and it's a battle we will win.